0: Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm a brewer, certified Cicerone, and I have a cheese problem. I'm Tiffany, a certified Cicerone, educator, beer marketer, and take on too many projects. And this it's is Crack the Ceiling Podcast.
1: Okay, um, Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hey everyone. We just, we're back. We're here. We're back. Well, we we're never here. left because this it. is an entirely new episode. We are recording two episodes in one day because we're doing a year in review and what we expect. And the year in review just ended up for 2021. It ended up kicking on a little bit.
0: We had a lot to talk about. I'm good with that. 2021 was a big year. It was a very big year. We um, had a break. We walked to Blackheart in Abbotsford. Got some cheese. It's uh, great. Got a lot out. of cheese. Great snacks. And we got some. Black Arts in Abbotsford
1: has the best snack selection. Oh, so good. It's very nice. There's a lot there. It's a lot of fancy snacks. So if you want to treat yourself, um, go to Black Arts. Uh,
0: we got some low Alk beers. Yeah, so really, I'm totally fine kicking off the episode talking about the beers we just drank because they were really fucking yeah. tasty. so
1: good. Um, So we did, we got a couple of Molly Rose um, low out alc- 2.8% Rattlers. Um, one was lime and jalapeno, and one was mandarin, um, both in collaboration with Dr. Strangelove, which makes... Just strange. Oh, it's just Strangelove? It's yeah. not Dr. Strangelove? Nah, is there another thing that involves... Is there a movie called Dr. Strangelove? Is that an Austin Powers book. character? Oh, A character in a book? I don't
0: know. Anyway, Strangelove, which is a... Just I mean, Strangelove. It's, it's a non-alcoholic beverage company yeah, they based ma- in Melbourne. Yeah, and they make, like,
1: tonics and stuff as well. Like, things... Like, really nice tonics yeah. to mix with whatever you want. They but.
0: also make this smoked cola that tastes really nice. I have whiskey. never had
1: that. What? Oh yeah. A smoked cola. Bougie
0: whiskey and coke. Smoked oh. cola and whiskey. So good.
1: I'm so down for that with a little bit of bacon on the side. Oh. <clears throat> that, would, that would be great. Um, but yeah, so we have this uh lime and jalapeno that we're just finishing off. Um lime and jalapeno lager, 2.8%, super tasty. Yeah, I my first sip made me think it was like lime
0: jalapeno, lager. like a little touch of, like, sweetness, but I actually think it was just my mind playing with me. Yeah. But it's, like, all lime up the front, but then after you swallow, there's just, like, a little bit of, like... A little spice. Heat hits yeah in the back of your throat, and it's, like, nice and enjoyable.
1: Yeah, so good. I drank mine in two seconds. I think it would be excellent mixed with tequila, which we almost did, but I drank mine in two seconds, and we only had one can of each, so if you... Or on, on, on the low-alk party, or you don't want to have something high ABV, this is a great thing to have if you want to boost it up a little bit. Um, maybe pop some tequila in it. A
0: little radler action? Yeah.
1: I'm into it. I would totally drink this with tequila. into it.
0: Well done, Nick. Yay.
1: And Tiff is pouring a black can. We have a black can. It's a beer that neither of us have any idea what it is, and we're not going to find out what it is either. Um,
0: <laughs> so really taking the blind tasting thing... To a whole new level. Just blind, just a black, just a black black. can. Um, And it was
1: packaged September 29th, at least we know that, of 2021. So, aroma's tripping me out, man, because I have no idea what this is. It's a little bit hazy, and I want to say it's like a hazy lager of sorts. I feel like it's going to be a seltzer. (laughs) I have no idea.
0: It almost smells like caramel and, oh, oh, it could be, oh, I don't know. It smells sweet, right? That's when I'm getting caramel. But there's like a fruity, there's like
1: some sort of fruity, like zesty, like a zesty aroma, like maybe like a lime peel aroma, like lime cordial. You know what the fuck it is, Tim? What is it? (laughs) We're pouring it into a glass that we just had. The Mandarin rattler and the lime and jalapeno lager in, and right
0: now all I'm smelling is the lime. I,
1: <laughs> oops, I didn't rinse my glass.
0: I'm sorry. It's still. I'm not getting hues of like bright fresh hops. If
1: no, I taste
0: it, it was no, no, no. My mind.
1: I, I haven't put it in my mouth yet, so okay. I have no idea what we're getting into. Um, do you want to taste yours first so I can keep talking so we're not yeah. just sitting here sipping?
0: This is this – is, <laughs> look at us learning as we go.
1: <laughs> Figuring things out. It, my, my glass seriously smells like blind Cordial. Hold on. Okay. Now I will – now I go. Oh,
0: yeah. It's – I have no idea what this is. I don't know what it does either. Honestly, it could be another Rattler for all. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of really juicy, like fruit juicy, and it has – a funny mouth feel. There's a little bit of
1: metallicness as well in definitely the finish. So like it's definitely. Um...
0: Right now, Lindsay's doing the metallic check, where yeah. you you will take some beer and you rub it into your skin. Generally, it works best around where your pulse is, so it heats up really quickly. Um, so, if a beer has a metallic flavor, by doing this, so you're essentially rubbing it in, like you would you put perfume on. And smell that, if it smells like metal, then you know that metallic is the right word. I'm not getting metallic at this point.
1: I am not either. Um, but so, it, it does have, like, that iron, iron kind of thing on the finish. Like, I just drank my own blood. You know when you're, like, sucking blood off your finger? I like think there's juice in this.
0: There's juice. Whatever we're drinking has juice in it. It's not a sour. The... Carbonation has died really quickly. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a black can with no label, so it was probably given to me as a miscellaneous thing.
0: Yeah, I reckon there's juice in this, and that's why it's really changed. I mean, September, end of September, isn't that long ago, but long enough that I don't know. Honestly, it could be apple juice.
1: It could just be apple juice in a can, and we're here trying to analyze it like it's like it's a beer. Would not put that past us. Um, oh my god, it could be a cider. Do you think?
0: Yeah, it's got no bitterness on it. I think it's a really dry cider. Man, I I I I, I think I, it might be a rattler. I think it's a cider.
1: I'm not getting any fruit character.
0: Uh, a cider that's really dry is not going <laughs> to hardly have any fruit character left on in it anyway. Okay, and that's probably true. No fucking idea. Um, no way
1: for us to. Know. But I am like I could probably find out. But my friend who gave it to me, um, Gab over at Public Brewing, he also didn't really know what he was giving me. He just gave me a black can. I think so...
0: we should take a picture, send it to him, and find out. And we'll post the results on Instagram.
1: Maybe. Maybe we'll post. Maybe we won't. Who
0: knows? <laughs> oh, you're a lot more negative about this <laughs> than I am. That was not
1: negative, Tiff. That was pessimistic realism, which is my my outlook on 2022. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is what we're doing here today. So what we're talking about today. So today on Crack the Ceiling, we wanted to kind of have a little chat for Outlook for 2022.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: because I'm so excited about everything coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So let's
1: talk about kind of let's just let's talk about beer in the next year and what we're really wanting to get from 2022 and what we hope we're going into at 2023. Like what where do we think the industry is going this year and not just in the industry in Australia, but abroad as well, the world, the world,
0: the worldwide beer
1: industry. Yeah.
0: I mean, first of all, oh, beautiful.
1: Don't get excited. It's just a flavored soda water, which is my favorite.
0: I think the reckoning is not over. We are very much poised to start to make changes and offer solutions. Yeah. So the reckoning happened
1: and now it's action time.
0: It's 2022 is going to be the year of action, making changes, putting in place safety measures and really shouting out to the rest of the world. So, you know, the world outside of the beer world, what we're doing is good. It's a good, safe place to be. And the reality that I think what should happen out of this is when people start talking about, you know, diverse, sustainable industry, we should be talking about craft beer and it should be, you know, I want to spend my money on craft beer because it's making the world a better place. It's giving people good jobs. It's, it's a safe place. It's an enjoyable, fun place to be both like physically and mentally.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and that is my, you know, that's my big hope for this year is that that's the year, this is the year we start to actually do, we're going to do, we're going to make changes. I think there's no getting around. We've seen, so many more BIPOC voices in the U.S., probably more mostly. so. Mostly. Um, but oh. I've really enjoyed watching the space be made for BIPOC voices, BIPOC people, BIPOC business. Yeah. I'm really excited for that.
1: Yeah, same. And uh, for the innovations that are going to come from it.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to totally, totally change our industry. I hope so. And I, you know, it's in it's a Way where I still have a lot to learn,
1: yeah, me too,
0: but I really want to, and that's exciting. It's gonna be a really good year for that yeah I
1: think I think you know one thing I'm really hoping from this year is it's the courageous conversations thing that we can talk about or we've talked about that um beer agents for change discusses, like just having courageous conversations, and I think that's in all aspects of life and it applies to beer as well for me personally like I am um I am anti-diet I'm anti-racist um
0: (laughs) anti-sexist and I'm
1: anti-sexist I'm very pro-equality um and I think all of that really ties in and it's it's for me personally and I'm already starting to I hate confrontation and I normally with jokes like we were out to dinner um last night with some of my partner's friends and uh one of his friends they're couples um she's pregnant and They were making jokes about how the husband's going to get in the best shape of his life and she's going to come out with, you know, the worst body she's ever had. And I had to step into that conversation and draw a line there and keep telling her, you're growing a baby. And ask him, when you say the best shape of your life, are we judging that by you running a marathon or just on your appearance based? And he's like, oh, well, you know, really just like physique. I was like, okay, well, that's not good shape. Like, why don't you have a metric to measure yourself by instead of just Mm. being solely focused on appearance and being able to step in. And it's in beer as well. Like I hope that the next time (laughs) a delivery driver questions my ability to drive a forklift, I can call him up on that. You know, like that's, that's really my goal this year is to start challenging people, not in an aggressive way, but in a courageous conversation way. When mm. someone says something to me that is a clearly sexist remark yep. regarding my position in in beer, yep. um, that I'm able to start a conversation, but pull them up on that yep. and really get to the bottom of why do you think that? Like, why is it assumed that I work in front of house when someone finds out I work for stomping ground? Mm. It's just automatically assumed that I work in bar. Where one of our bar managers, he told me the other day that people automatically assume he works in the brewery. Mm. So my goal for 2022 is to start, like, change that. Like, you shouldn't assume anything about anyone.
0: Yep. It's a learned thing. It is, our generation needs to, we need to break what we were taught. Yeah. And... (laughs) Our generation being millennials we are still we need to relearn a lot of the things that we were taught as kids yeah and especially those of us in the much older millennial oh my god tiff okay. we're in the older millennial section and i know that wait I still are learning. you saying that i'm an elder millennial too i'm still older than you tiff is
1: almost three years older than me <laughs> and the way she talks you would think she's 20 <laughs> i feel old all right it's nothing continue we would have been in high school together oh, yeah, like we would, have. we would have been in high school at the same period of time
0: for two years you
1: know you would have been a senior and I would have been a sophomore yeah like that's nothing you to- still
0: probably would have been friends in high school to be honest probably yeah yeah I mean but that's so this is the reality right we we even us are still learning yep a hundred percent yep we need to check myself often
1: constantly pronouns i'm really like i'm
0: trying to do gender neutrality man learning so this is one thing that i i you know when somebody has multiple pronouns
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: just understanding how to use them yes and it's just important and i think it's really important to continue to learn and i just i mean for me personally if i am saying something wrong or something isn't quite right like I will never be offended if you call me out on it. Nope. Talk to me about it. Teach me about it. But also I'm doing my own work to keep learning. Yep. And that's the most important
1: thing too, right? Because we can't be the ones that have to explain it. I don't
0: expect. Or somebody else can't be the person
1: that has to explain it to you. They can call you you out. But then it's your job to really do the research. Yeah. (laughs) And do the unlearning.
0: And... It's, you know, what they say, like, whatever your first thought is, is what you were taught. Your second, third, and fourth th- thoughts are what you have, you know, what you've learned yourself and what you're trying to do. And I think, you know, Yeah. it's okay to make mistakes, but you need yeah. to go out of your way to learn. Don't expect somebody else to teach you. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it is never too late to learn, and it is not too hard to ask somebody their pronouns or understand how they work. And if somebody says their pronouns are she, they, or he, she, they look it up online. It is okay for somebody to have multiple pronouns and it is okay to learn how to use them appropriately. Yeah. And I think with that is respectful.
1: Yeah. But I, man, I have to really like, I'm trying to just get to Neutral pronouns at mm.
0: this point in time when talking because about other people that our default is 100%. masculine pronouns. Yep, yeah. <laughs> and we have to relearn that. And I studied journalism; we were definitely taught the default is C pronouns, and it always bothered me. And I feel so good about being able to use gender-neutral pronouns as a default now, and it brings me so much joy. Yeah,
1: well, because you should never just judge someone based on their how they are appearing to you and assign them anything about themselves ever. like ever you should never like let's just drop all that in 2022 yep. no more assumptions about anyone
0: love that um what else what else are we gonna see in 2022 lens and beer we're gonna yes. see
1: more really good no and low alks come out i love that i think i think that's gonna be um i really enjoy
0: this um molly rose strange love is a way to kick that off too. yeah i i think that
1: we were talking about this earlier before we started recording but um there's some good stuff coming out there's a lot of innovation being done in that area there's you know la at one i know is a new east train that a lot of brewers are using and still trying to kind of figure out how they can utilize it to the best but like and and you know utilize a bit of like biotransformation and hopping yeah. and like how to f- how to fill out the bodies a bit more. Like I think people are really wanting to make really good low to no elk beer. And that's really exciting.
0: I really, really like that. And I'm excited to see what else 2022 is going to bring us in the no and low elk. I think what 2021 brought us was the start and I am excited. I would love to honestly get more involved with no and low elk. Yeah. It's- However it is, I don't know, tasting stuff, teaching people. Mm. I want to learn more about how it's made to find it, you know, more so than just filtering out and, you know, de-alcoholization. I know there's so many different ways to get around it. Um, So many ways to make it happen, really. Keen to learn more, excited. So if you are a non-alcohol brewer and and open to teaching. Yeah. Give us uh, a call. Give us a call. Jump on. Like, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I... The whole – but that's just
1: moving towards like, I don't know, maybe a more conscious way of living. And I don't want to go too woo-woo on that. But I think that mm-hmm. it's it's awareness, you know, like just people aren't wanting to get on the piss maybe all the time. like, And it's perfectly acceptable to go somewhere and have a low or no out. yeah um, And it also does not mean you're pregnant. So can we also stop oh, yeah. assuming that if a woman's not drinking that she's pregnant? Can oh. we just – can we I mean, stop never, doing that never, in 2022?
0: <laughs> never made that assumption. But the one thing that is really exciting in that space is if you just look at the opportunity to expand the beer market yeah. just in general. So a country like Spain, where 90% of the women in Spain drink beer. In Australia, we're still sitting in that like kind of 19% mark. That's yeah, insane. And a lot of that has to do with non beer and pregnancy. Yeah, right. And I mean, it's a space that's almost not, I mean, it's really hard to market in that space, but also really interesting. And I think a really good way to think about expanding the audience of craft Mm. beer, especially when you start, you know, we're not talking about Heineken 0.0 or Carlton 0. No, we're talking about. A really tasty beverage,
1: well crafted layers of complexity. Um, yeah. That's just enjoyable to drink, and you're drinking it because of the flavors, and and it's very enjoyable. It just doesn't have alcohol, but like I think a reason why a lot of us love. Like craft beers or like independent, like well made beer is because of the flavors and the complexity and the layers. It's not because it's running at 9% and it's going to get you pissed. Like, I think it's so, if we get back to we're drinking this for the flavors and the experience of it um, and how maybe it goes with food and it just happens to have no alcohol in it. Like I think, man, that's really exciting. That's it's an exciting fun. area. And it's more than in. just
0: beer. We know that there's you know, non-elk spirits and, and wine. wine, but I think the beer space is what we saw kind of take off last year, but also because we know so many people are working on it now yeah. and interested and then started drinking everyone that kind of dipped their toe in the water and dabbled is now going, well, what else can we do? And I like that. I like it a lot. Yep, 100%. Um, what about,
1: so personally for 2022, what are you expecting to get out of this year, Tiff?
0: I, I think for me, it's, I started so much in 2021 and kind of 2022 in lockdown that it's going to be really good to see some things actually start to grow from the ideas that mm. have come out of being in lockdown. And I think, you know, I have a hard time saying no to things <laughs> and I, but I, ha, I mean, I have a hard time. Okay. I do have a hard time saying no to things. You just get really enthusiastic about so many but things. I get really excited. And also I just get to this point where I'm like, well, if I physically can't do it, then I can do it. And I don't, I have a real bad FOMO problem too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what,
1: let's, let's, oh, I feel like we should dive into that a little bit. <laughs> Got a real bad FOMO
0: problem. I have
1: really bad FOMO all the time.
0: Everything that I've started, I'm excited about. Everything mm. that I am in the middle of, I'm excited about. So it's kind of seeing these things maybe take off now that we're actually going to be able to move around and travel and see people and, you know, even out of even out of the last two years, we've developed new ways of approaching things. So things like virtual education, when learning about beer, um, expanding the judging program to include more women plus in our industry through some of our Pink Boots programs, uh, expanding the mentoring program that we have through Pink Boots. Knowing that what we're establishing with Beer Agents for Change has Become so much bigger than what we even intended, and knowing that what we're building is something that hopefully can really start to move some things, and kind of giving some of those more—I don't know—I guess—point to your ideas and initiatives a different platform. Yeah, we can have a different voice when we're sitting on that platform, uh, and you know the opportunity to really kind of. Get more people into craft beer through my actual full-time role. (laughs) You know, things like a a legitimate consumer campaign around craft beer and independent beer, Mm -hmm. I think is going to be. And finally, starting a Cicerone certification education program. Yes. Tiff. Put my foot down on that. It's happening. Uh, We're starting in January and I'm excited. I'll keep that a little under wraps for now to see how things go. Yeah. could all blow up. That's kind of what I've personally got planned for this year. And really, I'm barely looking in six months into the future about this. (laughs) So hard. Plus, you know, with the podcast, I like that we have a place to have these conversations, talk to them. And it's been really nice getting feedback from the people who listen.
1: It's been so good. And we already have a bunch of guests that we well, we already have a guest coming on this week if yes. we don't all get COVID and get locked down <laughs> ourselves. Um, but like we, we already have guests and people that we really want to talk to and we have plans. We already have episodes planned, which is big. We have real mics now. Oh, we have real mics. Thank you, Luke. Um, which is also great. So I don't know that. But yeah, for me, it's the podcast. Like I think this stuff is great. And then um, I have a little something... There's a little something cooking with um, with some people with like Yen from Chosen Brew and Crafty Pine. I think yes. there's there's something fun coming that way. And maybe, maybe, and I was just thinking about this while you were talking because I think we need to find fun in beer again. Yes. Um, yes. Like real fun because, yes, we do want it to be this place of um diversity and welcoming and a safe space but i think it also we need to get back to the fun of it too and like the real enjoyment because Ultimately, personally, I think if someone is able to sit down and have a really good meal and enjoy what they're eating and actually like be in the present moment with that food and that beer and that beverage and they're there and they're tasting everything and experiencing everything and actually they're present and they're there, that is life-changing once you can start doing that and that needs to be given to that opportunity needs to be given to everybody um and everybody like it's so easy to do that and I want to spread that and I want to spread the fun in beer and and have fun with it again um make beer fun again make beer fun again but it's it does get really serious sometimes and and it's been a really heavy hitting past couple of years and um Especially coming off of 2021, I don't want to be constantly on a soapbox. I do really want to be sharing and giving love of beer. Um, so there's a few things exciting with that. I'm I'm tentatively a head brewer at Stomping Grounds hey. at Melbourne Airport. Um, one of the only... Four airport brewers in the
0: world. So shout out <laughs> airport brewer collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: Tiff, I got plans. Shit, we need to make that. Up. <laughs> um, I have all these ideas that I can't talk about yet because we don't even know if the airport's gonna actually be a thing because it depends on COVID. So, um, but Stomping Ground has um, given me that. <laughs> I don't know. They're kicking me out there. A tiny, tiny brew kit, um, which is just my jam. It's It's so fucking cute. And it's such a tiny space. And I've been out there twice to clean tanks and I've organized it like a maniac. And I just really love how I've set it up. Um, Just my little like brew table. I hope I get to brew out there soon. This is
0: a girl who definitely loves to clean.
1: I love cleaning. Such a brewer. I love it. Uh, So yeah, that's, I have some plans. I, I, have some hopes for some recipes and um, it's just going to be a fun little s- like 600 liter kit that I get to muck around on by myself at an airport, which is so weird, but. Um, Should we go crack the
0: ceiling beer at the airport?
1: Maybe. I can't, I don't know what I'm allowed to even talk about on here. Oh,
0: probably nothing. Let's talk about it when we turn it off. We don't even know if it's going to happen. Remember,
1: um, realistic a pessimistic realist. That's me. Um, so I'm expecting nothing to happen and everything to happen at the same time. Yeah. I don't know why I'm leaning so close to the mic. Um, and yeah, the pink boots, I have a mentee with pink boots and that's been a great experience. Um, and I'm really excited to see where she goes this year and just everyone in the beer industry, that's just coming in with bright eyed and bushy tailed. And I hope that, it doesn't disappoint them. I hope that all these changes happen.
0: I don't know. I think <laughs> of all of the conversations that I've had in the last, let's call it eight months since the heavy started really in our industry, mm-hmm. I, I've had some really great conversations. Most of them have been private conversations, mm-hmm. um, but it makes me feel a lot of hope. Yeah. A lot of hope. Yeah. Very hopeful. Um, Very hopeful that I can get on a plane and actually go see my family this year. And I know you are too. Yep. So hopefully we'll be coming out to you from some American breweries this year. Yeah. Why not? Or
1: something. I and also really excited to meet so many women that we met during Cicerones for Equity. Um, Yeah. Jump around and, and see them and see them in their habitats. Um, that's an exciting prospect. But once again, I'm not getting my hopes up. Tiff Tiff is actually getting on a plane next month, so listen to go to the states. Um,
0: I have I am I, moving forward with my plans. Yeah, really, really. I'm definitely the optimist here. Yeah, but my about the other half of my flight yesterday. So
1: that's insane. It's
0: I have so this. Good. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going home, <laughs> Pennsylvania. To Pennsylvania yes. that I might go to the Pink Boots Conference for a day.
1: Which is very cool.
0: Um, amazing. I'm still kind of trying to figure out if I can do it. I think or you can. Or even get a ticket to it. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, I have big plans. <laughs> really optimistic.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's where we're coming at you from. And I think more than anything, we want to keep talking to y- you people that listen.
0: Yes. I do want to. I would love to hear from all of you. Yeah, if you have something you want to talk to us about, like we want to hear jump it, jump in. Yeah, and Let's we have, love it. Well, um, we're going to be better at recording. That's our that's our resolution for this year.
1: It was our resolution every year.
0: It's three years in a row. Now. But we got like halfway there last year, and yeah. considering.
1: Well we My have microphones hands. now, Tiff. What's so happening. We actually have microphones, so we won't have to go to Luke and get his equipment and we're gonna be editing our own podcast now. Like yeah. it's all in our hands now. So
0: big plans. Big plans. Um bring on twenty twenty two. Yeah,
1: bring on twenty twenty-two. And uh more cheese.
0: Always more cheese.
1: Um oh, going to the States and eating cheese in the States. Oh, this is so, so cheap. I just like cheese and beer cheese is so cheap. It's so cheap. So cheap. Yeah.
0: I want to go back to Murray's in New York City. Oh my God. I've never been there. I'm excited for that, too. <laughs> so many things. So many plans. So many things. Really,
1: the States is just like one big eat and drink fest. Yeah. I mean, um, and seeing family. Yeah. And seeing family, of course, but it's really about the like eating you and drinking. Ever, I
0: mean, my mom is hopefully coming. Ooh. We could get my mom on a podcast. Oh, I we would love it. A blind Taste of Beers.
1: <gasps> that is a. Fucking great idea. That would be fun. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Yes. Okay. That's what we're doing. Well, that's like not our next podcast. But, yes. So, please keep listening. Please keep supporting us. Um, hopefully, we'll have more things come out. Maybe we'll do some events this year. We're definitely doing some events this year. Okay. So, we're definitely doing some events this year. Maybe. Um, <laughs> we'll see when we get there. Aww, she's um, definitely the realist of us. Do you, do you want to... What what would you like to wrap up with, Tiff? How are we wrapping this up? I felt like this was a very lighthearted
0: I like. I think, you know, episode. again, we've had a heavy year. I'm feeling lighthearted, feeling excited, mm-hmm. have a lot of hope and a lot of excitement for the future. And I think coming out of last year, which was not always the best of times, I think that I'm really excited. I'm excited for Good Beer Week and Indies and BrewCon, and I'm excited to hopefully see some faces at beer festivals mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to travel around Australia again and start seeing people and visiting all of the breweries, visiting that, breweries I mean I haven't been able to visit breweries in two years and yeah I, there's so many places I mean I haven't been to filter yet
1: yeah and
0: that's probably going to be one of my first stops when I actually get to go to New South Wales again
1: it's wild so, isn't it?
0: watch out we're coming yeah Linz what do you want to wrap up with
1: Ah, just, I just want everyone to stay hydrated and take care of themselves. Oh, um, hurt, just stay hydrated, guys. Stay uh, healthy. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Stay, just, yeah, keep,
0: keep going.
1: Just keep going. We'll get, we'll get somewhere eventually.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Thanks, limbs Yeah. As always, Thanks, where can Steph. we
1: find you? Oh, yeah, I was just, I honestly just forgot how we end podcast again. Um, you can find me. Uh Lindsay, uh talk beardy to me. Tiff, where can we find you?
0: I'm at Virgo Bites on everything. And uh, <laughs> you, can
1: you can find us at, at crack, crack the, the Ceiling, ceiling podcast. podcast. Thanks, see ya. Bye. <laughs>